The Backdoor GA Podcast for 2023 is now brought to you by Steed Motor Group. For your personalised vehicle shopping experience, visit stevemotorgroup.ie. So delighted now to be joined by Martin Story, uh, former Wexford hurler, and Jeffrey Linsky to look back on Galway's victory over Wexford and look ahead to round two of the Leinster Senior Hurling Championship as well. Galway uh, winning out on Saturday over Wexford, 24 points to 2-12. Jeff, did you enjoy the game on Saturday? Conditions, it was fairly cold, um, usual kind of breeze, but it was going the opposite direction into the oars, uh, which doesn't happen usually inside the stadium. Um, I thought after the two goals, uh, Wexford would push on, um, but in fairness to the goal, uh, they got a handle on it, and look, Evan was exceptional really the whole game. Uh, seven points from play, they never got a handle on him. Um, and it was probably a death of it by a thousand cuts, really, in terms of the points scored in the first half. And uh, I suppose after the two goals, the lads responded well. Um, in terms of the kind of team play and link play, I wasn't overly happy with that. Um, in our distribution, uh, like Whiteford played with the, the modern plus one covering one side, I just don't think we used the ball well enough at times uh, in the first half. But... Um, Look, first first game out, Paul, they've got a result and they have to move on fairly quick and, and prep for, for Kilkenny on Sunday. A couple of the aspects that you talk about, Jeff, do you think that all comes from first day out? No, like, uh, you, you look at, I would have had a look at all the games now over the past week, um, got a good look at the Tip Clear game, obviously the Waterford and, and uh, Limerick game in terms of styles of play and what they're doing. Um, like the lads would have worked on on different aspects of the game over the last couple of weeks. They'll probably have to tweak a few things uh, this this weekend. I'd love to see Kevin Cooney probably out at wing forward because as a line breaker, um, he probably would create more goal chances for us in terms of an overlap. Uh, I thought Wheeling was very good until they got hurt um, about 15, 20 minutes in. Um, but look, the, it's it's the first game out. The most important thing is to get a result, but the quality of the play would probably need to improve, not probably, but will need to improve against Kilkenny on Sunday. What did you make of the game, Martin? Well, I mean, Wexford got the absolute ideas. We got the tonic of a start. We got two goals that you didn't see coming, you know, and, and I felt, I felt, like you were saying there, like we didn't actually push on from the Christian that like this will set you down, this will let you into the game, this will let you you have a little bit of a lead. So you can, you know, you can like the first day, first day championship nerves are there for everybody. It doesn't matter if it's your first year or your twenty-first year, you'll always be nervous the first day out. You'll be trying to you'll be trying to get a grip on the game, you'll be trying to get the grip on your come to terms with whoever you're marking and, and whatever. And I mean, we never we never pushed we never pushed on after but I mean I, I felt we set up we, we were very defensive I mean Conor Mack was fighting sort of a lone battle up front I'd say for 55 minutes or 65 minutes of the game like you know what I mean it's very very difficult he got a wonder goal in the sense of he got a great timing on, on, on a drop and flick like you know what I mean it was, it was near enough unstoppable and the, the second goal was maybe a little bit of luck on our side that it probably Galway weren't expecting it just to come as quick after it and, and you know, hadn't really settled down at that stage. But after that, I thought that 
I thought that Galway sort of dominated the, the exchanges for for most of it. It, ne it. it never looked like we were we were going to get back and catch them. And then we got a penalty. And if we had to score that, like there was absolutely nothing in the game. Like so, you know, and we were missing two of our best players in, in Damien Rick and Lee Chin. So I mean you can look at it in a negative way or a positive way. I'd like to look at it in a positive way in the sense that between Lee Chin and Damien Rick, I reckon they could have been marked that five or six points that was in it, like you know. Just on that, Jeff, to bring it back to the uh, two goals, uh, the goal we conceded. If you're in charge there now and you're on video analysis, I'm sure, like Henry Shefflin and Galway management, are going to be happy with the manner of the way Galway conceded them two goals. The first one was probably a slip by, by Garage. Um, it was a great flick by Conor Mack. I thought and Murphy could have done better. Um, he probably could have challenged harder for the ball in the air instead of a, Conor Mac, a long Conor McDonald to get the flick on it. The second one, Jack probably should have protected the ball better. Um, you could see Roy O'Connor lining him up from a, from a good bit out. Um, no, it, was a, it was a really good finish um, as well on top of that. But look, these are things, Paul, that tends to happen in, in the first game out. There's, like Martin will probably tell you, but the another one, this league and championship are chalk and cheese in terms of senior hurling. Um, and kind of form goes out the window. Um, I was expecting more from, from Wexford. I know the quality of players that they have. Um, uh, this weekend is a big weekend for them against Antrim, but if they get Jack O'Connor on, um, we were chatting with Martin there before we started recording, and get Rory inside with Connor Mack, um, they probably will probably create more better chances and probably push higher up the field as well, you know, as Martin alluded to there, like they were very defensive. Um, but like it's it, most teams are playing with a sitting six or with seven with seven backs at present. It's just the way the modern game has gone uh, because inside forwards have huge threats uh, inside um, for our own lads. Um, yeah, look, something that that they'll work on. It's 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 one on one defending. It's two v two uh, inside inside the, the twenty one. Um, and the modern players, there's no one better than TJ really. Uh, like I've seen him in fits of close quarters. In dealing one on one defending, he's no issue. Garage Mack isn't so bad at it as Jack Grealish has good foot speed. Um, and maybe the switch of Dahi and, and Garage might stabilize the, the back line. Has, did that work the last day for you? Um, I'd say Dahi is probably better better suited to fullback. Like he's won a many officers five from the fullback line. Uh, I understand it fully, like you know, you're probably at a stage of spirit that he wants to push up the field and Sample something different, but again, his one-on-one -on -one defending is exceptional. Um, but maybe a switch, like he's maybe marking TJ Reid the next day. Um, Garage will, and look, if, if you need to swap at the times, you're going to be switching them. I, I don't think Billy Drennan is going to be back. Um, and he's the new up-and-coming hurler in Kilkenny. Uh, but the lads will have their hands full with, with Owen Cody, Mullen, uh, Donnelly, uh, Billy Ryan, you know, they're going to have their hands full with them lads because they caused a lot of trouble last year in, in the game in the stadium. Just with that, Martin, you said after Wexford scored two goals that maybe they didn't push on and they went defensive. Is there any reason you can put your finger on why Wexford didn't push on or did go and kind of grow into the game after them two goals? I think it's just habit that we've been doing under 
under Davy Fitz for the last five or six years that we've always had a sweeper or two sweepers and you always pull back and, and we've always played Conor Mack up on his own. It must be the loneliest spot for any full forward in Ireland. The minute is, is Conor Mack up again playing two fellas playing on two players nearly every day he goes out like and I mean in fairness to him he just gets on with it like which is a, which is a credit to him like but no I mean you, you, you learn to play in a particular way and then and then you do it you go back Sean Murphy was the sweeper from Owler to Ballock then then it was Kevin Foley from the Rapparees and now it's the O'Keefe dropping back from mid -key, midfield deep I thought D was hurling really really well and the next one he was substituted I didn't know if it was an injury or 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 what and if it was an injury, I mean, yeah, you had Kevin Foley on the line to come in and do that exact role, and he come in a different role. I mean, I, I just, I just think that we are setting up defensively rather than off. Way we should do it is go out and just push and attack and squeeze, start squeezing like. You know, we got an ideal start and we didn't build on it, or we didn't try to build on it. We nearly tried to mind it from four minutes in, like. Jonathan. An awful dangerous tactic, like to try and mind a, a lead. There's a question there, Martin. Um, just will Wexford is there has there been an evolution under Darragan from the David Fitz era? Is it very much similar styles? But do Wexford have the players to push up a bit more? Would they be left more vulnerable there if they do go with that bit more of an attacking mindset? But I, I, I. I, I don't care what team, what team you are, you're vulnerable once you push up like forward. Every back in the country is vulnerable. If you can get a one-on-one -on -one and the ball comes in front of the forward, that's what your job is. That's what every forward's job is. So, I mean, to me... To me, if you get out in front and get the ball and you're turning in a one-on-one, -on -one, the, the back is two choices. You can either pull you down or let you by nearly. So, I mean, you know, you have to take the chance. You have to take the chance to go for it, like, rather than try and defend it, I think. But look, that's... that's Plus, I mean, we always would have had... We always would have had played a lot of long game hurling in Wexford in the sense of delivery to the full forward line. It would have been tradition. And it still is nearly at club level. Like, so... You're going out and you're playing a different game that you're playing at club level, which is very, very difficult as well at times for players like, you know. But answering the question, I I, I don't think we're as strong on, on the bench as maybe as, as every other team in, in, in that, that's contesting the All-Ireland. Like, you know, you have to have you have to have interchangeable now from from 21 players. Like you have to be totally. I mean, one time you used to call it bringing on subs. Now you're calling it your starting team and your finishing team. Like, you know what I mean? It's nearly, it's nearly two different. Do you want your best players on the field at the start of the match or do you want them on the finishing of the match? One time, one time the best players started and you made substitutions when you had to. Now it's based on tactical and it's based on the plan and it's based on maybe... You're bringing in your fastest runner, or your fastest forward when the defense gets a bit tired. So you're, you know, it, it, it's it's totally different mechanics and different mind games, really. And just after that, Jeff Goy's response. Uh, obviously, Wexford get the two goals earlier on. Then Goy do eventually uh, tie the game up. 
going into the break. Is is that response the most impressive thing after the weekend? I think Max was puckouts. Um I know like James was his first championship, Martin, I think, was it? Yeah. First first start. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so like a lot of the puckouts were going long. Um and Wexford were fairly poor on, on breaking ball. Um, they weren't winning their own long puck out, basically. Um, they yeah, didn't vary it up enough for me either in terms is of... That what, is that what brought going back into the game? Do you yeah, think? I, I, I well, think there was, so, two, yeah. there was two balls went out over the line, went yeah. back in, and there was two interceptions for points. Yeah. So it, it, it was a starting point to get back into the game. Like, you know, I mean, that... But look, like, I mean, it's his first day out. I mean, any man that's not nervous on his first day out in a championship match, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's normal. I mean, to me, that's to me that that's normal. But again, like, you still have to have your strategies right for your running and your puck outs. And, and we weren't winning enough of the long one. So maybe we should have been going shorter, like, to just to keep possession and, and maybe get it out of it and then deliver long in over the half-back line, in over the third quarter, whatever you want to call it, the, the hard that... that that set up lane, like you know, if you get in past, if you get it inside the twenty-one, you're after bypassing that the hard to bury to get by. Like you're in the danger zone once you get inside in the in the shooting zone. Yeah, I'm just looking at the subs that came on, like Jack O'Connor came on for Ocean Forty temporary. Jack O'Connor then came on again for McGook and Mikey Dwyer came on for Dio Keith. Richie Lawler, someone Martin, that's that's going to come hopefully develop free into into a good yeah, forward absolutely. free. He's oodles of potential. And then Kevin Foley came on in the 61st minute. So, like, I know what you're saying, but, like, you have four or five good lads there um, that are probably as good as some of the starters as well, you know. So, I'd say it's probably a confidence thing, too, for them, Martin, because they're a poor enough league. Um, and I know the challenge game, it was well documented what happened in that challenge game against Tip. Um, but one good win, and and it, it could change the mood in the camp, and, and things could click for you. Absolutely, but I mean, like, I mean, I felt at the start of the year, like, going into that Galway as the team that's going to challenge Limerick. Like, to me, from watching the league, I felt that Galway can bring the physicality. You can see Henry Shefflin's input into it in places. And, like, I just felt that that they were going, that they themselves and Cork went at it. I just thought it was in the league. I just thought it was, uh, like, these are sort of setting up the same style of hurling as, as Limerick. They're going to go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. They don't want to take a step backwards. So, I mean, I, I just think Galway is one of the contenders. And, I mean, we had an opportunity possibly to be closer to him with the penalty and a couple of maybe more scoring chances. So, do you know what I mean? I wouldn't think it's 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 things are that bad yet. I mean, a good win, a good win now. If we if we can get and beat Antrim, you're back on the road again. Like you know what I mean? You're back, and I mean, you know that's 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 possible. Like you know that's 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 very very possible that we beat. I'd be I'd be hoping, expecting to beat Antrim in Wexford Park. Like yeah, and you're you're looking at it from a goal point of view there, and the impact of their subs of our own subs, uh, Liam was effective when he came on and. Um, Keenan Fahey did find Finton come on for the first time ever. Um, um, you know, like in terms of say, the championship pro progressed on well last year. Um, Darden is someone's going to push TJ Brennan hard. So we, we're, we're getting there as well, Paul, with our own strength and depth. Uh, I thought Joseph could be a lot better. Hopefully the game will bring him on a good bit for the next step because he's going to need to step things up as well. 
Just with that, Jeff, Liam Collins, obviously, guy under 20s were playing at the weekend. The game against Wexford didn't take on much of a significance because you have those four teams who are going to advance to Leinster semi final or quarter final. It's lined up now at the weekend that Wexford play Westmead, Goa play Offaly, and you have this seven day rule and everything. Does the seniors very much take priority for these under 20 players now? And is it just ultimately when you're with the 20s, it's next man up? Or like, because it's it's a very hard situation when you're involved with some of these players and you're trying to have your best team out. Obviously, Liam and Tiernan and a few players will be lost uh, from the 20s to the seniors. Um, look, it was maybe three, four years in it, under 21 or 20 level. Um, it's very different for the lads to come back when, when they're totally engrossed in the senior setup. You'd need to have them with you uh, probably for, for the full week um, to get them bedded in. Um, so like Liam, I presume, will be on the panel for, for, for Sunday. He won't be on the under-20 panel with Go on the Saturday. So like the rule is there. Um, it's probably tried to protect them. Is it is it, is it the right rule or wrong rule? Um, young Hogan played for Clare on, on Sunday, couldn't play for Clare against Cork, and he was a big loss for them. Um, at the end of the day, really, it's probably managing the lads if if they want to play, and a lot of them will want to play um, with 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 their own age group. Um, but the other side of it, then as well, like it's it's difficult on them because I know from talking to Charlie Mitchell and Liam and these lads are involved in, with, with with University of Galway. Like Charlie said, it's hard going. Uh, it's tough going uh, trying to focus on the seniors, then Joe McDonough, and then coming back then to under twenty. It is difficult on them because in terms of the load side of it, but it's also from the mental side of it as well. Like it's it's a difficult thing for them. A lot of them will have exams now for the next three to four weeks in college as well. Um so it's a difficult time of year for them. It, it could easily happen with Wexford as well. This weekend, Brenton, uh, one or two players like Corver, Dunbar there, one or other two players that could be maybe lost to the seniors for, for the under twenties. What do you make of the rules yourself? Uh, look, if you go back, if you go back in time, if you were to go down under twenty-one, you're rewarded by being brought onto the senior panel or onto the senior team. Now, if you're a good under twenty-one, you're nearly being punished by having to make a choice. I, I mean, I know there's exams coming up. I know most most lads are in college now and everything else, and I know it's a huge load. But geez, you're in your primary life. You're twenty years of age. You'd be jumping out of your skin, like so. I mean, I, I, I can't see. Why, why it's why it's it's they're putting them together and not allowing them to play on both 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 codes. Like you know what I mean? I mean, I mean that's you gain your experience as an under twenty one by being in with the seniors and being being getting fifteen and twenty minutes in league matches and championship matches. And I mean, there's no comparison between being, being playing a league match and going out in a championship match. The tempo is different, the toughness is different, the quality is different, the speed is different. And and like I mean, you think you're ready if you're playing under twenty one, but you're actually not unless you're 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 introduced at that level and getting and getting your time and getting your teeth, getting cutting your teeth in it. Like you know what I mean? I mean, and I just I I I feel I I feel it's 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 just nearly punishing good players. We're probably just going to see more and more players um, being affected by this rule, whether it's going with seniors or sticking with twenties. But it doesn't really seem like. Uh, most players are sticking with the 20s, um, so it's probably just going to continue on for the summer. Just on that, Jeff, before we were talking there about the first half and just on the puck out, 
can you put some of that that down to go is set up on the Wexford podcast? Yeah, there was nothing innovative in what Wexford were doing. They were just putting it long down the top of your half forward line, and then after that, it's it's been aggressive on the breaking ball. It's getting numbers around it. Um, but if you had someone like Jack O'Connor on the field, I think in the first half, uh, it would have helped him uh, enormously because he did cause us a lot of trouble when he came on, uh, when in primary possession. Um, I think the lads, in fairness to them, the up to work rate um, and they worked very good scores to our shooters. Um, I think Connor Coney probably, probably had two, if not only three possessions in the first half, Paul. His first proper possession was just before half time when a ball went into the square and, and he gathered possession, he tapped it over the bar. You know, so like uh, that for, for me, look, then I kind of go on who was going to step up in the first half and Connor wasn't doing it. And, and in fairness to Evan and Bino um, and we they were all linking play uh, well uh, in, inside uh, our own, the, the Wexford half in, in particular in the first half. And um, the team play was good, you know, um, but I think in terms of the distribution side of it, I think it's a big area for us to improve. Just with that, Jeff, last time you were on the podcast, you you talked obviously about Brian Kagan and Evan Island winning college awards, but you said you did challenge them after that. But for Evan, like he's been in and around the panel, but probably his first kind of real start for Galway in senior championship hurling and man of the match, obviously really impressive. Some of the scores he got, particularly from play as well, he he's really added to his game this year. But like that, that's 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 a good start for him now in championship hurling. Yeah, look, Paul, if you, if you if you chart his own journey of his own career, um, he was brought in in eighteen, let go. Um, came back to us in the Fitz. We, we had a good Fitz campaign. Um, and a lot of us, and Martin touched on it there, is building their own confidence. And the only way they're going to build confidence is getting exposure to high quality games. Um, and I suppose Fitzgibbon has helped him enormously. Um, last year, uh, was on an office, uh, again, had a good Fitz campaign, and he did really well in all the league games. And at the end of the day, it's about the manager giving you the jersey. And once you get it, you've got to hang on to it. Um, and once he trusts you, um, he'll give you the jersey next day out and it's about performing. And for me, Evan, yeah, stepped up the last day, but he knows himself, like he's probably Mickey Butler's going to be stuck down the next day. Um, he won't be getting as much room, but it's about staying patient and being smart and what he does himself off the ball. Um, but look, it's it, it's a huge step for him the last day. He's, you know, last year didn't go really well for him, uh, the first out against Wexford. Um, but a lot of this, and Martin will tell you, like when he was playing, the, the journey isn't going to go smooth. It's going to be tough days, really tough, tough days. And you just have to have the mental resilience and resolve to kind of keep going, keep improving and keep training. And when you get your when you get your chance, hang on to that jersey. Have you seen a different side to Evan this year, Anton, or hungerness or something that's stood out that he's kind of grabbing his opportunity this year compared to other years? I just think his his confidence um, has grown over the last three, four, five years. Um, um, in terms of his own scored and output, you know, he's the highest scorer in Fitzgibbon Hurling. And if you can survive a Fitz, you, you'll survive senior in the county. And Henry knows that because that's where he probably developed himself most with WIT. Um, the games that Evan would have played over the last three, four years with, with the colleges in, in terms of club balls, so Clarenbridge, county finals, semi-finals. He's been at a really high level, you know, but I, I know how much work he puts in to his own game, Paul, in terms of practice he does himself, 
the way he looks after himself. Um, he's finished with us now. He has to go looking for a job. You know, so like a lot of parts of his life are coming together for him off, off the field. Um, but on it, he's put the work in over the last, look, he won a minor in 2015. That's eight years ago now. So it's it's taken that length of time for him to, to, to come forward and to grab his opportunity. What impressed you most about going over the weekend, Martin? That you can't mark Conor Whelan. <laughs> Seriously, no. I mean, he, he I, I think, like, like Evan Island is, is, is absolutely a sharp shot. He's brilliant. He's flying at the minute. But to me, the danger man, it, it nearly takes two men all the time is Conor Whelan. If he's, he's so strong, he's so physical, and he's so good at what he does. Like, I mean, uh, I mean, I was just watching him there, and he was literally. He was literally holding off lads with probably two stone heavier than other than him. Like, you know, that's his... And, I mean, if you go... He's been doing that now for five or six years. Like, and, I mean, when you have two forwards like that, that that's, that that goes into full forward, like, you have to hold deep. You have to pull everybody back. That creates a bit of freedom out around the middle for the, for the long shooters as well. Like, you know what I mean? Because you're making sure that you're not going to give away goals. Because, because like... Or even Nyland or... Or we say Conor Cooney, any of them are capable of finishing, or Kevin Cooney, or any of them are fi- capable of finishing the goal. Like. So that's why maybe we were, we were, we were so so defensive in it, like you know, in that sense that you knew the threats and the danger was there, like you know. So we didn't get as much. I was hoping that we would get as much into into Rory and 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 Conor Mack that we would be causing, we would be causing the Galway back line to pull. Back deep and the Galway midfielders to pull back deep, and then we be in the ascendancy. We be on the offensive rather than being on the defensive. And I mean, people will tell you you have these game plans, but there's only one. Do you know what I mean? Yourself back into the game. Like, you know, it's, it's just, just both game plans don't really work. They work to a point, but the dominant team. You're just breaking up there a bit now, Martin. Um, but just with that, Jeff, uh, Martin was talking there about how important Conor Whelan is and even the narrative coming out of the Western game over the weekend was how important it's, it's just vital for going to keep Conor Whelan fit this year. Yeah, look, in terms of... Um with an ability I thought the first 15 minutes he was exceptionally inside line like he, he held great length on the pitch um, and the lads were getting good quality ball and he was making great runs runs across to 14 and 21 um, and we, were, we were causing uh, Wexford a lot of bother then he got a, got a probably a, I'd say it was an accident really um, with Matthew and Hanlon he, hurt, he probably hurt his hip um, and he was down probably once or twice and you, you know if Wheeler goes down um, there's, there's a reason for it but yeah, look, he's he's hugely important as as is Brian Concan and Connor Cooney. What you're looking for is Kevin, um, you know, to 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 come forward again the next day. Um, he had an okay game the last day. Um, when he came out the field, he had an exceptional ball to Liam Collins there towards the end of the game. Um, and you're just looking for these lads to stand up with Willow. Is that something the the going forwards can do more of when you talk about Kevin coming out the pitch? You have Ivan Island in there at stages, Connor Weed and Brian Cannon. Is it something we're just going to see where there's going to be constant change all the time? 
Um, I think the lads rotate themselves. Like they, they will look for mismatches on resets. Um, they're smart enough players like uh, to to do something like that. Um, like the Kenny backs the next day. Like we'll be well used to marking Hugh Lawler. Um, I presume Mickey's Butler's going to pick up Evan, and then you have Tommy Welch picking up either Bean or Kevin Cooney, and then the half back line of Blanchfield Reed and Park Welch. You know that that's a serious half back line there now for 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 Kilkenny. Like like any game, you know it's 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 going to be dictated by your your two wing forwards, your midfielders, and eleven at that diamond, um, getting on possession and working hard and turning it over and stopping Richie Reed. Spraying passes into their inside line, um, but yeah, look, I, I think Paul, it, it would be exciting if if we can get Kevin out the field. I think it just bring an extra um, strength to our own role in terms of how, how we play the game. It's just to get a line breaker out there. The lads is, are very is deep. It just yeah. to add pace to the wing forward, really. It's just that pace in the middle third because you know if Kevin breaks onto a ball, he's, he's you're not going to you're not going to catch him. Um, I think Tom, Tom Monaghan and and Connor are very deep. You know, and it's very hard to make up that 50, 60 yard run uh, to get in support there uh, of the lads, you know. So, look, uh, for me, yeah, look, the next day is going to be fairly interesting. You know, it'll it'll be some test on in Nolan Park for the lads. But look, they've, they've been training well. They've got one win under the belt, but they're going to face a serious challenge on Sunday against Kenny. And the bit extra with Henry as well, like, you know, that will bring a bit of extra momentum and a bit of extra want and a bit of extra... Because Henry will be driving, Henry will be driving, he'll be trying to drive that on as well. Like, you know, I mean, I just felt Tom Monaghan was huge last Saturday. I thought now he got an, an absolute and abundance of ball. Like, you know, and he, as he did during the league, like he's, he's, he's popping up every day in the right places and doing the right things and he's popping up for scores as well. Like, you know, but like, I mean, if you go to Kilkenny to facing, facing Galway and so on, like Kilkenny, Kilkenny are always in the mix. Like you can, you can never, ever, ever, ever write them off. You, the, t the time you think you'll have them is the day that they produce something. Like you know, and and I mean, but who will know Kilkenny inside out any better than Henry? Like so, I mean, that's the inside track on that. In the sense, he'll know exactly what they're thinking. He nearly know what the game plan is like. Yeah, look, you, you looked at the league final. I was fairly impressed with them in most of the league games. Um, I thought Waterford tactically got it right uh, the last day against Limerick. They, they went zoned on one side with, with Ty, and when he went off, Jack Vega went back, and they showed them down one side. But they pressed really, really high uh, on Limerick. Kilkenny probably didn't work aggressive enough uh, with them. They were very good for 10, 15 minutes, did that. Um, if they bring that template that they brought in the, the first 15 minutes against Limerick in the game against Cork, they're going to cause us trouble, Paul. Um, they will cause us trouble. They always do. But as Martin touched on it there, there's going to be spice in this on, on Sunday because Kenny won't want to lose to Henry inside Nolan Park, that's for sure. Martin, is this the game to ignite the Leinster Championship this weekend? I think so, yeah. I mean, I mean well, like... If you took the if you took the controversy out of the out of out of Limerick and Waterford on Sunday, like how brilliant a game was it? If you know what I mean, like if if you didn't have the flashpoints, like do you know how 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 you know I mean you could say Waterford left it behind them. So do you know we can we can get carried away with 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 Monster because it's presented to us as the only the only province in 
the world are hurling like you know what I mean but that's a monster person's opinion on a Leinster person's opinion so I'd never agree with that like that's that's just my take on it but like you know I mean Waterford had an absolutely would you call it a guilt-dead chance to, to, to beat the All-Ireland champions you call it a very very good chance anyway they missed a lot of scores in the last 10 to 15 minutes that could have got him across the line against against an absolutely unbelievable Limerick team I mean their physical everything but it, it, it's it's funny now whether refs are starting to zone in on it or whatever but like it's it's you know there's there, there's nearly controversy most days they're playing now which you know which will suit other teams that's playing them and I mean you're hoping I mean I'm hoping to be I'm hoping to be a a physical battle between Galway and Kilkenny on 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 Sunday because I mean that's at the weekend because that's what you need like I mean that's that's what championship is about like it's, it's like everyone loves a bit of a dust up to get to get the crowd going get everything going gets it it gets everything going like you know would you okay. expect yeah, sorry would you expect to see any uh goal changes this weekend Jeff um no unless Connor Connor Whelan's injured I, I, I doubt it no you don't expect uh, Fintan to come in no um I think Joseph will improve with more games um Dahi will be fine. Cork Mannion. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't see changes there. No, I can't. Full back line. Um, TJ was mostly out the field uh, at different stages. And and you know, Jack and Gerald inside. No, I, I can't really. No, Paul, I, I don't see changes. Kenny will. I don't see Timmy Clifford starting. Um, if, if Billy Drennan is fit, he'd probably start. And I don't see Paddy Mullen either starting either. Um, Mossy Keown is someone that scores goals when he, when he starts the inside line. Um, he was further out to pitch to Leicester. Um, but look, you're going to have to tie down Mullen. You're going to have to tie down on Cody. And then TJ will be a huge threat inside uh, for them. Yeah, like with that, for Kilkenny this year, there's obviously been two new midfielders you could say, relatively in inter-county terms, uh, clubmate Paddy Mullen and Derek Corcoran. It's, it, it will be interesting now to see in Derek Ding's first real test, I suppose, uh, in championship, because they did have it easy enough the last day against Westmead, 29-7 uh, victors in the end. But it'll be interesting to see, does he change up to midfield here or does he go and stick with these two players? Yeah, I tell you, it was very, very unusual that Kilkenny didn't score a goal. Like, I mean, that's... Mm. I, I'm I'm finding that uh, absolutely very very hard to come to terms with for the last few days in this sense that tell me the last time Kilkenny didn't score a goal like it's it's you know and I mean if you look at the forwards like Jesus they're they're absolutely household names all out of them like so I mean I think that'll be the big that'll be the big test this 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 week that you 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 get you get more cutthroat like and and you just be more ruthless and and you go for. They'll go for they'll they'll go for goals, I reckon, you know. But I mean, in Kilkenny, I I I think nearly Kilkenny are interchangeable. Like the subs that come come on, like they're, they're nearly often as good. You've King Kenny there in the subs. We say you've Connor Delaney, you've Killian Buckley after hurling and multiple, but he's able he's able he's fit for twenty minutes of hurling. Mm. Like you know, you've Martin Cohen. I I I just think you would not know would to be. I mean. Kilkenny will be aiming, as they always do, to find the team, the better or the best team to hold the semi-final, the semi-final and the final. That's nearly the way Kilkenny worked every year. 
Ireland. They were always at the business end near enough. So they'll be building and finding and, and eking and seeing who was better for this position, that position. So I wouldn't be surprised if there was two or three changes. Have you seen a change of style with Kilkenny this year, Jeff? Uh, look, it's like any of the teams, really. It's, it's possession-based. Um, um, has it worked? Yeah, it, it worked for them until they got to the league final against... Uh, Limerick and their execution in terms of their stick passing offload and wasn't at the same level as Limerick but no one uh, is apart from Waterford the last I think of of all the teams apart from Galway Waterford are best served with the quality of players that they have in terms of athleticism power and speed to hurt uh, Limerick I think Cork I think Cork might come in on that there Jeff I just think Cork has started to build a bigger a bigger type athletic player yeah, than no, they did I, in the final couple of years ago. I'm just thinking maybe maybe they might they might try to come under the radar on that a bit. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And they, I've seen the stat there today. Waterford's execution from play was only 36%. Yeah, you know, so that, that, yeah. <laughs> they had a lot of wides from from the shooting zone. Like you'd say if they were ridiculous the wide, but they weren't. And, and they got their best players on the ball at different times. Um, when you see Desi missing yeah, two or three chances... Criminal stuff like absolutely. Like, no, there were there were wides that you couldn't expect. You didn't expect the player that had the possession to hit him. So that's what I said earlier. That I just felt it was an absolute unbelievable opportunity that Waterford had to overturn them. Yeah, no. I, but I don't think them chances will fall up again against Limerick somehow. I think they'll. I yeah. think they'll tighten. They'll tighten up. Shape a bit. Look at they're on the go. What six years now? Is it? I think. I think Limerick around the like you can't. You can't stay at that level forever, like you know. What I mean, Kilkenny did it for five or six years, but then they went again. And I mean, I'm I'm presuming that Limerick are 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 human after all, like you know. Yeah, and I think the Munster Championship, Martin, will take it all of them. Um, like they've uh, they've cleared this weekend, haven't they? Yeah, yeah clear on Saturday evening. Yeah, and like these are high octane games, like, um, and they're going to get injuries from them. Yeah, um, it's it's and they had that like people bringing a lot to that championship as well. Yeah, yeah. and like th there's no team in it that you can say that's that's not going to push or upset somebody on any given day. Like I like everyone's saying they were going to run fair enough, but tip you can say is number two. But we haven't seen Cork yet. You know, no. we'll see Cork this weekend, and we know more after that. Um, but like like Anthony else, you, you kind of you hold your opinion really until the tail end of the year. Um, like last year, we fully expected to win a Leinster final against Kenny. We didn't. Um, and then we took Cork and then we didn't expect much against Limerick and then we came home thinking, geez, we could have beaten the game again. We didn't. Um, and I think that it's going to be twists and turns in this championship, uh, I, I feel again. There'll be a surprise. There'll be a curveball of a team um, and I don't want to say it to Martin, but I think Anthrop will cause trouble to Wexford next week. They will, um, of course, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that. Which Wexford last year? If Wexford had, if Wexford had beaten Westmead last year in Westmead, Wexford would have made the Leinster final. Okay. You were just talking about connotations, and you know, yeah. I mean, and and it would have been a different season. So, like, you just, I mean, Munster is Munster is a quagmire in the sense of of everybody is trying to dethrone Limerick and. There's great com competition in the 
the games. Like if you look at, like if you look at going in last Sunday, everyone thought that Limerick would sort of maybe cruise through that, and absolutely wasn't the case. Like you know, Tip, Tip were absolutely gunning like the score. Like so, I mean, you know, there's there's a there's there's going to be fireballs in it for further, further, and I mean, if you lose two vital players, well, that could be your chance gone. Like I mean, because. It, the physicality of the game now and the big body hits, like and and the, the chances of, of players being being maybe getting suspended or whatever are huge at the minute. Like you know, because the attention, the attention now that's 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 in it for for teams going out. If you do anything, if you cross the line at all, now you're caught. Like if, if even if it's an accidental cross on the line, you're punished. Like so, players have to be a lot more careful than we say than they were in the last few years. Like yeah. And like, if you look at Tip, the way they they're off this week, they're out the following week. Um, you know they they got a good win the last day, five twenty five. <laughs> it's I know they were gifted three goals, um, but Liam has them moving well. Um, they've got their mojo back again, like, and you can sense it from them. Uh, in terms of, but it, 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 again. If you look at the the championship last year, Cleary is also an awful in the Western final, um, and it took an awful lot of them. I, I think some teams, and we're probably fortunate enough in Leinster that yeah, it's going to be an important game the next day for us against Kilkenny. Um, you win that. I think we have we Dublin after that, Paul, haven't we? And then we have Antrim Westmeath. Dublin's the last game for Galway. Yeah, last game. Yeah. So like yeah. the, the the lads can time the lads can time it in terms of. They can pick out one or two guys to kind of say, right, this is your off week. You can't do that in Munster. You can't no. afford to rest anybody in, in Munster where you, you can you can you can Leicester Championship. Just with that, Jeff, does this feel like a well, I think we just lost you there, mate. And, um, but just can, on that maybe Kilkenny and Galway can. <laughs> 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 But just on this, does this feel like a significant game for Henry Sheffield and the goal management? Because you can even see a bit after last weekend, it's a good result. It's the start they wanted. But to get a bit of momentum behind this team and know where they're at this weekend, it feels like a significant game against Kilkenny. I think any day at any level in Galway, it's a significant game against Kilkenny. Um, it's it's the ultimate test for you um, as a player and a manager. Martin will probably bear testament to that as well. Um, but like going down uh, to Nolan Park, uh, it's what you want as a, a senior to county player, or manager. You're you're going down to a terrific stadium, brilliant pitch. Um, what could this What could this do if Galway? Do for a goal after to get a result down here this weekend. Well, look, it, it probably puts them in poor position for a Leinster final, but that's all it does. Um, you're, you're judged and goal. Henry won't be reading into that either. Now yeah. it'll be, it'll be, it'll be just another game. Like, as I mean, Henry, Henry and Kenny are always very good at managing wins. They were better at managing wins than they were at managing losses, really, because it was just another game, and that's the mm. way he will have it built up. And, until until you're sure you're in the lens. Like, I mean, Henry's so long on the go and after winning so much that he knows exactly how to handle all of that, that prep and everything else. It's a huge game. It's a huge game for Henry. It's probably a bigger game for Henry than it is for Galway because Galway have two points. So Galway are in 
throws control in, in, in Leinster at the minute as are as Wexford has not become in Wexford is the one in West Wales. So like it's not the be all and end all. But as Jeff said, it's it's basically a, a pass or a free pass into the Leinster final if you if you do it. Kim Kenny will obviously be looking at this too to to send down a statement, uh, Jeff. Like when do you think Derek Ling's first game, first championship game in Nolan Park? Yeah, looking, I I think he's had a really good start, Paul. You know, because he's he's taken over from the master himself. You know, um, and look, it's it, it's big shoes to fill. I know he's lost a good few players as well over the last year. Two lads that are away in Australia, whatnot. Um, but look, he's going to be judged on on the next day. He's going to be judged on getting the team to Leinster final. He's going to be judged on uh, semi final. I suppose Kenny, I don't know if I go like every time there's a loss in Galway, it's a crisis. Um, you know, and it's just it's like anything else in our county. If you can get on a run, you can sense it from the, the supporters. Uh, they can sense something is coming. Um, and a win, something a win like this, Paul. What it does is just gives confidence to the group. And Henry's, as Martin alluded to there, like is well versed on it's the next game. And that's all it is. You know, it's a win, you enjoy it for 30 seconds, and then you're starting to prep straight away again for the next championship match. But it gives the player, it gives the actual player to beat Kilkenny. It does give you a personal lift after after the win, like you'll have it the next morning when you get out of the bed if you beat Kilkenny, like like, you know, because even though they haven't won all over the last or hurling like for the last 30 or 40 years, like, you know, so it will be, it, it, and it's a big stop. Anything, if they had set up anything to stop the Limerick half forward, anything to score something like 312 from play between them. Like, and I mean, they held their own everywhere else, except probably they just didn't have a game plan for the, for the, the, for the Limerick half forward line last year. They wouldn't have been that, and they weren't that far away from it. So, I mean, if you if you take that scalp, you're you're you'll be doing well. And I mean, and it's a bit to have. But I mean, it won't be, it won't be, it won't be everything for Henry and Galway. I mean, like Wexford, Wexford now has the uphill battle to try and make it through to a to a to a Leinster final. Like you have to win all your next four games. Galway are not in that position, or Kilkenny are not in that position. How do you see this one going into weekend, Jeff? Um, so it's, it's fresh. Martin's breaking up there. Yeah, so um, sorry. You're going now, but just just on that, um, Jeff. Like, how do you see it going this weekend, and then we'll come over to you, Martin. Um, yeah. Look, it, it it'll. It's like Anton. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. Um, there'll be there'll be goals. Um, I think we're going to need one or two goals ourselves uh, in it. Um, and I think it will ignite the Leinster Championship. Um, for for me, um, it's going to test t- tell us an awful lot where we're at uh, at the end of the game. And if we survive the battle um, and have the character and the fight. Um, I think we just about got over the line. It's going to be a tight game, Paul. It's going to be really tight. I think a lot of it's going to be depend, depending on 
tying down Mullen at 11 uh, on Cody and TJ inside and is, is will Billy Drennan be fit? I don't know where Walter Welch is. He, what, he didn't come on the last day um, but I do think we can get at their backs. Um, I do think we can get at their backs and, and Martin touching it there. Um, Blanchfield came on the final last year but they couldn't they couldn't get they couldn't handle Hegarty. Um, Paddy Deegan was in trouble on him um, and I think at midfield we might have an advantage at midfield. Yeah, particularly considering they've lost Con Brown and yeah. in that department too. How do you see this one going, Martin? I, I think it's going to be a very, very, very close game. I just I, I, I just I just think that, that it's going to come down probably to Owen Cody and Adrian Mullen and, and maybe maybe um Evan Nyland and Connor Whelan, which of them four do the business up at the business end of the field where you want it, like you know what I mean? I, I think I think it's going to come to goals. I, I, I just feel Kilkenny will be totally, totally up for it because because King Henry is managing like the tribesmen, you know what I mean? That's going to be an incentive on its own, and and like that'll be built in the dressing room. That'll be built during the week, like you know what I mean? And and the opposite will be happening in Galway. That look, we have to do this for Henry. He's gone into his own backyard and where he had where he won the county finals, where he won everything, and where he learned his trade. So we have to go down and go to war for him down there. So it's the makings of it. Should open up. Should open up the Leinster chances. I think it'd be a fiery encounter. I, I think I, I think there'd be I think there'd be no one wanting to take a step back in it because there would be the two top dogs in, in Leinster so you'd be trying to throw out your markers early in the field though. So I don't I, I I'm I'm just thinking Kilkenny might have the edge in it, but that's 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 going with history maybe rather than, than any other logical reason like you know. Sure no it's it, it is all the it is all the makings to be a, a cracker uh, this weekend in Northern Park. That game uh, gets underway uh, on Sunday at 2 p.m. in Northern Park. But that's all uh, on our podcast for today. Uh, thanks a million to the lads for coming on. Okay. Thank you. The Backdoor GA podcast for 2023 is now brought to you by Steve Motor Group. For your personalised vehicle shopping experience, visit stevemotorgroup.ie. We are now delighted to announce our second sponsor of the podcast. Harper Finley are a professional service recruitment company operating nationwide and are dedicated to helping people find their dream job.